Back from the dead, it's Weeaboo Wednesday. Hi, everybody. It's fucking cold here. Yeah, it's so cold. It's winter now. Uh, yeah. Happy God. holidays, yeah. Yeah, happy holidays. And for this holiday, uh, it's a shining day, Mark. A precious day. Oh, no. A shiny day. You said that. Yeah. Well, I have to say it twice because it's so blindingly brilliant. About Is lust- that our listeners? No, it's the anime <laughs> we're reviewing on Weeaboo Wednesday. Hauski no uh, Kuni. Is that how I say it? Hauski no Kuni? Land of the Lustrous. Yeah. Uh, the gem anime that's been sweeping the nation. If... And by nation, I mean the internet. Yeah. And even then, from at least as far as I can tell, a lot of people were pushed off of the series because of the CG. This is a series that does mostly CGI. Yeah. And that pushed, it seemed to have pushed some of the fan base away from what I understand from, well, mostly just reading comments when I was bored. Yeah, I mean, like, kind of berserk kind of left a bad taste in people's mouths. Uh, well, berserk? That's a, yeah. Oh, oh, my only it. frame of reference is kind of like, because berserk, the manga, is flawless. Yes. <laughs> so Every like, time uh, berserk has gotten an anime, it has been less than flawless, to say the least. Yeah. Oy. Well, I mean, like, uh, the CG, I think we complained it earlier in our uh, episode about like the titty demons uh, oh. the seven seven mortal sins oh, where it's like i i highly feel like the cg anime is their key framing roughs mm-hmm. that they do to trace over to make into a 2d animation thing that's assuming that they actually do that much work to it of course yeah. uh, i feel like it could be a cost-cutting measure i don't know this is just speculation on my part i don't know either I, i'm not as familiar with the animation industry uh. but nonetheless we have our Ourselves a all female cast. Well, no, not female. Well, they're they're technically supposed to be genderless. genderless. This is actually. Um, yeah. I'm gonna be switching between pronouns because I actually don't. Uh, I read the in the show. I don't think they're ever referred to as their gender. I think they're refer. I think she sometimes. Yeah, it's she sometimes, but in the manga that I read, they're all uh, him. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, uh, apparently uh, my friend explained to me is because in, J- in Japan, um, in, in the Japanese language, there are ver- various inflections of him and her, mm-hmm. and there is also an androgynous form of both of those. Okay. So I think that's uh, the pronoun that they actually use in uh, Japanese that we don't really have a word for uh, when you translate it to English. So what happens mm-hmm. is uh, I- I'm just going to jump between him and her. Uh, for yeah, the series. I'm probably just gonna go all her just because they all look female and all act anime female. Uh, they have very uh, female anime uh, tropes to them. Yeah, because one of the big things that that kind of bothered me, at least it came in later, was they had a character being flipped upside down and going ah pervert. It's like going, you're a genderless species that doesn't even have sex. I mean, this concept is foreign to you to say the least especially with humans having died out they still understand shame what are they hiding they're fucking gem they wear clothes they powder their beautiful gem bodies (laughs) up with white powder you know it's because they have ugly bodies or (laughs) bodies that they way to gem shame mark right off the bat they said that themselves coming out (laughs) strong and swinging (laughs) oh uh, the only gem mark likes the only gem mark likes is the ones that he can see and not hear (laughs) well with this species, that's an easy enough fix, apparently. Yeah. Oh. Just break off the mouth. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
Uh, getting into the land of the luscious, um, it, it's fair. Like the anime is fairly new. I think it just started earlier this uh, year, sometime in September. Uh, yeah, it came. No, actually, came out in October. Oh, okay, so October. I was close. Yeah. I Apparently, close. the next episode. There's currently eleven episodes out. The next episode, episode twelve. I think is going to be the last one for the season. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, as of speaking right now, the original manga that it, this is actually running from was running from uh, tw- uh, 2012 to right now, and it's got eight volumes so far. I am currently caught up to date with the manga. Ma- Michael didn't tell me about this, so I didn't read it. Uh, well, I actually I literally found out like um, a couple of days ago. Mm. Yeah, so I was uh, I because c- I was under the impression that it was like, oh yeah, it was a uh, anime, and then like. I, when I looked up the art and my friend told me about it, I remembered it's like, oh, wait, this is an anime based off of a manga. And this, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, in the genre that falls under uh, Sienkin, which is, uh, yeah, it's a, a Sienkin manga. Seinen? Seinen. Or... Is that how I say it? Seinen. I have... I have, we've been doing this for two fucking years. Yeah, it's it Seinen. Shit, You're it's right. Been two years. It's been two years. So yeah, it's designed for a male or uh, an a more adult male audience. Though. Yeah, like uh, what what is the demographic for saying when you say like General... sixteen to like twenty five? Uh, no, I'd say like college years up. Is this generally... sixteen to twenty five? Sixteen in college. Well, sixteen. Okay, kinda, yeah. Sixteen's yeah, kind of like around the time when you like start to mature and like turn into a person. Well, it's seinen also usually covers the whole. It's basically the difference between shonen and seinen. Usually, is like okay, now we're introducing the hyper violent shonen series. Yeah. In which this series has an odd take on kind of hyper violence. Which I kind of like. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's kind of t- it's different. It's different, and I like it. It's that these jewel gems shatter. Like mm-hmm. they, depending on how. What gem they are determines how easily shatterable they are, but, yeah. and essentially their power level for the most part. Oh, so wait, let, let's backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm I'm Michael. I'm Mark. And this is Weeaboo Wednesday. So uh, we uh, didn't even say that. Yeah, we, we I, I I think we did. Well, uh, you know, well, we're we're shaking off. Mark just went on a lovely vacation. Yes, I was. Yeah, I was in I'm, LA um, for yeah. two weeks. I'm uh, preparing to move up to Seattle, and we're both Fucking gearing shit. up to. Uh, Yep. Uh, to get into the holidays here in San Francisco. Yep. Um, and our weather is uh, always the same. Yeah. <laughs> Chilly and tepid, just yep. like its people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the main character of this series is uh, Foss. Or phosphosite, or uh, ph- phospholite, or ph- that, yeah, that, Phosphor- yeah, phospholite. Yeah, so um, the gems uh, have a hardness ranking of how tough they are, and phospholite is like one of the most fragile. Yeah. I think they are at like a three. Three point five. Yeah, three point five. So it's like uh, there's not a lot of use for uh, phospholite when the series starts off. Like she doesn't have a job. Yeah, she's the series starts off. She's childish, immature. Pushes it doesn't want to do things she doesn't enjoy. Yeah. Basically, she's 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 a neat. She doesn't got her shit together. Yeah, he's kind of um uh, like, like and people kind of look down on him because it's like he's not really contributing anything to like the the gem society essentially. <laughs> nope, because all she wants to do is fight, and that's the thing she's least designed for. I know it's like I'm literally made out of glass, and I want to fight. Oh yeah, uh, a big thing in the series is uh, uh, time after time this island. Uh, they all live on an island. I think um, there's only twenty eight of them. Apparently. Yeah, there's twenty eight gems, and they keep coming under attack by the moon people. Who, Lunarians. Uh, yeah, who uh, come Ooh. in to try. 
try and uh, uh, harvest them for jewelry or something. Yeah, they and they all literally look like um, Buddha, Bo- like Buddhist like imageries. Yeah, they 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 have a very uh, Buddhist uh, Japanese like uh, a very Eastern uh, celestial pantheon feel. Yep. Yeah. Like, or if for anyone who's seen who's looked at like any kind of Japanese mythology of like um not maybe not Amaterasu. Well, yeah, Amaterasu, it, it, Izumi. Yeah. Izanagi, all those kind of like old celestial gods. Yeah. That's they the, with the whole little flowing, like weird scarf thing. Yeah, the flowing the, scarves, uh, yeah. sitting uh, sitting on clouds. Yep. And the fucking smug look on the face of a person who's reached pure enlightenment. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but the but yeah, apparently it's not the and the Lunarians aren't just taking the gems for to use as jewelry. They've been. As is seen throughout the entire series, they've been using them to fashion them into weapons to use against, against the, the gems, gems. Yeah, which is kind of fucked up in general. Yeah, like, that's like we, if it, somebody we took a... Mark and turned his bones into bullets and started hunting me with it. It's like <laughs> the only thing that can hurt Michael is somebody he cares about. It's like ah, <laughs> they better not find out about my other weakness. Everything else. <laughs> a cool breeze. A rock. <laughs> a harsh criticism. But for the most part, the Lunarians, there is not much well known about them other than they want gems and apparently they come from the moon. Yeah. And only show up during the day. Yeah, uh, how do you, uh, I actually really find uh, the character design of the Lunarians. Uh, in the manga, they're just called the moon people, which yeah. I, I like that too. Oh, well, maybe um, it's like the that just translators kind of thing. Yeah, very literal. Um, uh, but I like the way how different the factions look against each other because mm-hmm. the gems are all very uniform except for their hair. Yes, which, which is, is fantastic. The actual gem. Yep. Yeah. It looks the CGI does it a lot of justice. Uh, I, yeah, we were we were talking about this earlier. And yes, uh, but like the CGI really does make it. The, the gem hair pop, which honestly would be pretty tough for a... It would be such a pain in the fucking ass to Like, animate. the only thing I could think, and even then I think it was CGI, was back when we were watching A Little Sister. Uh, Sister is all you need. Uh, They're drawing a fluids. Yeah. That is something similar they would have had to do for every gem's it, hair. It would have been... And diamond. Yeah, That diamond. girl would be a pay... Like, as an animator, I would want to shoot myself Diamond's if I had to do that. Diamond's fucking hair, his hair is just, like, prism fucking-matic. Mm-hmm. Shining all over the place and they have the sparkles. There's also that scene where, like, Diamond is running back to uh, the compound, which I thought was, like, very well done. Oh, God, no. This is the other thing that I was very... I enjoyed about the CGI mm. is that it actually looks decent. They do fast action sequences that don't look choppy, that look smooth. Mm-hmm. For those for those who are familiar, some it's one of the first things. Obviously, the only other good CGI, well, at least web series or kind of like series I see on general basis, is Ruby. I'm not including seasons three and four or whatever because that one they kind of fell off the bandwagon, in my opinion. The bit, what? what? Uh, their animation drops, quality dropped. Oh, so I, I guess they just during those seasons. Yeah. It's it's when Moni Ohm, the creator. I was about away. to ask, is like, is that when uh, Moni? Uh, yeah, but the recently they switched over to motion capture, so it looks a lot better. Mm. So like, I would attribute it to that. Like the the have fast fast action sequences because this is as a say say in anime or it's an it's basically a shonen in a sense. Yeah, it's um, it's more. It's got like kind of existentialist themes to it. 
Um, it's more than it's like, I want to be the greatest gem. Because it's like the... There isn't really a conflict in the beginning other than the conflict of survival. Like, the rules are very straightforward for the gems. It's like, you live on this island, there's this dude who's their leader called Sensei that they all call, um, that they all just kind of aggregate around. Who's taught them, who basically found them when they were born. Yeah, and then he gives them all a job. And, like, the job is like, okay, you're gonna be patrolling, like, the West Reach, you're well, gonna that, be that patrolling shifts. the Eastern Reach. Yeah, they have, like, shifts. And then he's like, you're gonna be the person who designs the clothes, you're gonna be the person who, like, does the paper. And, like, uh, uh, Foss's first job is, like, he has to put together an encyclopedia. Which she doesn't want to do. <laughs> yeah. And I realize now, I think we need to come to a, like, consensus on what we're saying no i wanted to shift back no. and forth i Is wanted to be jarring as possible god damn it <laughs> michael good listening this does not make <laughs> okay uh, uh which one do you want to do uh here uh which one's easier for or, you uh or them i think it's gonna be easier for me to say she she because right. sensei is clearly a male yeah sensei yeah. is uh the one with the male um who literally looks like a Shinto monk. Yeah, he's just straight up like a weird Shinto monk. Yep. Yeah. And, but he is more powerful than all the gems combined. He's essentially like the trump card that like whenever the Lunarians or the Moon people show up, he's the one who like um, comes in and like ends it. Yeah. yeah. He snaps his fingers and all of them are dissipated. Like the, they're gone. They rip apart. Yep. I know how that happens because I've read the manga. Yeah, well, I yeah. don't. Well, I'm guessing it's something with gems. Yeah. But, alright. Do you want me to tell you? Uh, it's not really a spoiler. Okay, well. Uh, so, um, apparently when he snaps and cracks his fingers, he, like, cause he's also, um, like, you find out he's, like, maybe a gem too. Because, like, he, what he does when he snaps it is he actually breaks off microscopic parts of himself and he shoots them out at, like, super quick speeds. So he essentially shotgun blasts and shreds them. Of course, yes. That's, yeah. I was about to say, oh, how very shonen or seinen, <laughs> yeah, whatever we want to call this thing. Um, so yeah, the the gems essentially just want to chill out on the island. No, they just want to survive and they want to please Sensei because essentially, essentially, Sensei is their father figure. No, yeah. they all care about him, and it does, and it definitely translates to for him as like kind of father figure looking down on them. Yeah, but. Like it's all, but it's kind of one of those situations where, yes, you should show affection to everyone, but you have twenty eight kids to deal with. Yeah, you have twenty eight kids to deal with. Uh, every other week, fucking murderers are at your door, and they take one or two away. Maybe yeah. You've got like maybe ten of them, like mm -hmm. in boxes all over the place because they're all fucked up. Yep, like the, what remnants they can get back of like some yeah. of their friends. Oh, that's also a big plot point. The gems technically can't die. Yes. Um. So when a gem gets shattered or wounded, all they have to do is they get uh, pieced together by rudolite. Uh, yeah, base. It yeah. doesn't even have to be her. It's just yeah. Uh, Rudolite is just kind of the resident doctor. The doctor, uh, like they in, just they literally just super glue them back together. Yeah, they literally glue them back together, yeah. and apparently there's like microorganisms in yeah. all the gems, which will like kind of fuse themselves back together over t as long as it's held together. Yeah, they're called inclusions, so it's a, a kind of like uh, I, the way I like to think of it is like each gem is kind of like a hive mind. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. And for every, but if they lose some gems permanently, they lose memories as well. So yeah, they're essentially one big brain. Yeah. And we even see that in the main character when she loses her legs. 
Yeah, and the main character, Foss, is, like, again, super fragile. Like, uh, uh, I think it's in the first episode, Sensei, like, yells really loudly because he gets upset that two gems get, like, fucked up mm -hmm. by a Moon Man attack. And, uh, like, that's enough to shatter um, Foss. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she, at least in the beginning, comes off as really, like, good lord, I could sneeze on you and crack you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, this is going to be our first look at the series since it's still ongoing. Well, it's almost... I don't even know if it's a first look because it's freaking... We're 11 episodes out of 12. Oh, okay. So I, I guess we'll just uh, tackle... We're um, mid... Because yeah. I think they're probably going to end the season soon because I know they're going to... Yeah, episode 12, I think. Well, uh, uh, oh, yeah. So is it is it just we, stated for like just 12 episodes? According to what I've found online, yeah. Oh, okay. It said 12. I okay, can so... check one more website to confirm, but yeah. So is this a... Are, are you saying that this is a anime autopsy? Kind of? Oh! Oh, no. <laughs> That's a werewolf. That's a wolf howl because it's nighttime, and I, the coroner Michael, are descending back into the mortuary, opening the crate where I keep Mark, and You're... removing the ball gag so he so what? we can work. Why do you put that on me? There's literally no point. Because I don't want you to scare the day coroner. <laughs> okay, now I'm pulling out the tray, and let's get the show started. So let's get it right into the nitty gritty. Ow, it's so sharp. It's oh. a fucking gem. Ow, ow. This isn't like people at all. Oh, this, uh, yeah. So, uh, Michael, okay. you've, you, you've cut me. I don't heal anymore. Oh, um, I'm just going to start oh, leaking. The corpse Mark is so upset that he's cut. I'm cut. I'm still alive. Oh, no. So sad. And you and your healing factor. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. Oh, God. Okay, this series... Speaking of healing factors, this series gets around hyper-violence in a... Like, as I mentioned earlier, in a very unique way. In that we see women or genderless female looking creatures yeah basically shattered to pieces to the point of where we we their eyeballs are separate gems essentially yeah like the Which, eyeballs it's like just seeing the big old baseball sized orb of an anime eye being yeah. dislodged out of its body oh we yeah that was unpleasant like and the main character goes through a lot, a lot of, of punishment shit. um oh wait um third episode we... she's disintegrated yeah and somehow, because of the way snails work, they're able to get her back. I'm I, I'm not entirely sure if that's how snails build their shells. I'll, I had I, I have to look at that up later, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm not entirely sure that that's how it works. Why can't that work for me? Why can't I eat, just eat your brains and then be fine? Mm, well, let's keep this <laughs> going. <laughs> um. But uh, I, I also wanted to touch on the fact that um, uh, the the main plot arc is essentially like the continued survival of the gems. But like the subplot arc is there's another gem called Cinnabar, who is essentially um, Cinnabar is I uh, uh, looking through Wikipedia and finding out like actual Cinnabar. Actual Cinnabar is kind of um, primitive uh, pr pr uh, prim. Pre primitive mercury. It's essentially like the raw ore that you distill 
uh, chemical mercury from. If you don't know what mercury is, uh, our precious listeners, mercury is um, it, it's quicksilver. If you ever wanted to see what the, the uh, own a silver surfer piece, that's what mercury is. Yeah. It's also highly toxic. Yes, it is incredibly toxic for those perhaps in the old older listeners remember thermometers yeah. the way they used to work in which it's filled with mercury yeah and while it is a cool kind of semi semi liquid so object cool. yeah don't touch that crap for yeah. anyone who doesn't know do not touch mercury you can be poisoned through your skin it looks like liquid terminator and just as deadly yep um but that's what those if you little... want to mess with that stuff just pick up some gallium it's perfect that's perfectly <laughs> safe you get your hands on gallium like it's fucking silly potty at the Walgreens. Dude, you can get it on Amazon for like, yeah. Well, what the fuck are we doing this for? Let's get a bunch of gallium. <laughs> because it's messy and it can stain. <laughs> That's rad. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the one of the uh, plot arcs is uh, Foss essentially wants to be friends uh, and uh, maybe has a a crush on Cinnabar, but Cinnabar is the angsty character who's essentially been put on night watch duty because they can only be active at night and because it's like they essentially secrete mercury, which is poison and harmful to uh, biological life forms. And apparently other gems because, oh, we forgot to mention, all the gems are photosynthesized. Yeah. They don't need to eat, they don't need to do that. Because of the inclusions. That's what essentially what keeps the gems alive. Yep, they don't need to breathe. Yet, however, we start seeing them exert themselves and they're breathing. Yeah. Which is, uh... Well, that could be, it's just, like, no, the that's, inclusions no, of a it's, tired out. <laughs> it's, it's like having fire in space during movies. Yeah. It's a, if you take a moment to think about it, it shouldn't be happening, but on the other hand, it's an actor slash... Uh, it, it makes for a better show. It makes it more relatable than being humanish. Yeah. Because it's like, um, uh, yeah, uh, the, the thing I was thinking about that, um... I guess a little bit of sip of broth is, uh, I guess Cinnabar's inclusions must have mutated so they're resistant to mercury poisoning. Well, no, because it is her own thing, so I guess she's unaffected by it. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, if inclusions are organic things that photosynthesize and keep the gems alive and she's constantly uh, secreting mercury, that would make me believe that they're resistant or at least, like, immune to, like, that poisoning. Because it's like, that's why she doesn't hang out with any of the other uh, gems, because it's like, they can kill the inclusions, and that's what removes the memories of the gems. Yep, and it's bad enough of where, like, even just, like, if you get, if you touch the stuff, you have to get those parts removed for good. Yeah. To which, I realize on some of these effects where, yeah, they'll lose some memories, but to replace that stuff, all they need to do is mess with their hair. Because some of them have glorious locks of hair. It, It goes in later where, um... Uh, this is more of a, a sip of broth to the manga, which is just consistency-wise, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, a lot of the characters have beautiful, like, huge anime Sephiroth manes. <laughs> like, you know, the hair where it's, like, the hair is essentially 50% of the body. Yeah, or so more. why don't you just cut that off and turn it into the rest of the gems? Which then led yeah. me to that big question of that fucking, uh... Their friend at the end of episode eleven, they're trying to revive. I, Pat, I'm not gonna look up the name because it's had a hatter on or whatever. Yeah. And she had she basically was missing th- five big holes in her chest. Yeah. And Regolite or whatever her name was, Rudolite. I think. Rudolite yeah. um, was basically been spending years trying to find the right gems to put in those slots to revive her because 
they later learn that you can mix gems together. Yeah. To kind of, and Fossa basically get um, is able to improve on this after she loses her legs. Yeah, because uh, uh, Foss loses her. Well, th- th- we're getting ahead of ourselves. But yes. Yeah. But still, on this one topic, she had so much fucking hair. She was laying in a coffin yeah. of her hair. It's like, seriously, worst case scenario, she's bald. Best ca- best case scenario, she doesn't. It, she's it's now up to her shoulders, not her waist. They they go into it uh, a little bit later because another thing happens to Foss. Oh, of uh, but um, uh, Foss essentially gets a uh, long hair. And it gets chopped off, and like the other gems panic, uh, and like it's ex- like Rulight is essentially explains it's like, oh, like gem hair is essentially like there aren't any inclusions in it, so you can you lose as much hair as you want, and they can use it to repair because it's like um uh, further on I guess a little bit of a spoiler alert when um uh, Foss loses uh, Foss loses his uh, her arms. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and like they get replaced with gold, uh, mm-hmm. and Foss cuts. Uh, Foss She's cuts her cracking. hair, and like she uh, uses her hair to um, seal up some places. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, when you use that, it doesn't have any of your inclusions in it, mm-hmm. so it doesn't restore your memories at all. So the 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 workaround with that is since it's like most of the body of uh, that one gem with like the big hair is gone, you can put the hair back, but it there aren't enough inclusions essentially to revive the character. All right, fair enough. Yeah. So that was the bullshit workaround there. I was like, oh, okay, I can buy that. Mm-hmm. I can buy that. You ex- you, you explained yourself. Yeah. Um, Though I do like the fact that later in uh, sip of broth for me, well, not broth, a noodle. A noodle, yeah. Noodle for me is the inclusion uh, when they have Foss, who's essentially become like this damaged like heap of a gem. She's lost her legs. She then loses her arms, both of which become unrecoverable. I, I actually wanted to get into that, but uh, keep going. Yeah. And the fact that they chose gold for her arms. Yeah. It it definitely because it mimics that whole Japanese the gold repairing. That's actually what I gold. wanted to get into. Uh, yeah. That process is called kintsugi, mm-hmm. um, and essentially, um, it's really cool because uh, the idea of kintsugi is uh, it, people traditionally use it with pottery that's shattered. And then you repair it with gold and it highlights the broken parts of the pottery because it's like you're not fixing it. You're, you're, you're essentially coming to terms that it's permanently broken and in a way that's beautiful. And that I, I actually like that parallel to the character of Foss because it's like when Foss gets the gold arms, Foss essentially, they lose another character, mm. which is an, archety- uh, an artisite. Yeah. Yeah. That poor girl. Yeah. Fucking headshot. Yep. And boom. Yep. Yeah, and it's like, I I think that's like a really cool parallel for them to use in the character. And it's not something that they shout out at you. It's like, oh, it's Kintsugi. Do you see, like, uh, there isn't like an exposition part where it's explained to you. Yeah. It's kind of like something that you find, like, if if you know anything about, like, art or if you know stuff about, uh, Japan, like, uh, Japan. All right. Um, I think, uh, the, our, our producer Janine is unwrapping some things. I'm pretty sure it's being picked up. (laughs) (laughs) Our producer Janine. Having returned and opening her various packages. Uh, our producer Janine uh, yelling at me for abandoning the studio and sconding off to Seattle. God damn it, Michael! Don't you twist what happened? 
<laughs> she's um, mewling at me from the back. Now, it's, now she's yelling. <laughs> Producer Janine. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's uh, I I really appreciated that little uh, spin that they put on the character, and I felt like that added depth to it, and to, like depth to the show essentially. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, this this entire story is literally um, can be boiled down to Foss growing up. Yeah, she starts with the naive child and wanting to be a soldier, to, which then brings uh, to eventually becoming one of the strongest after learning from a lot of failures. Failure. That's another noodle I want to give to the series, too, which is, like, the reversal of, like, how the the first part of a character arc goes up, mm-hmm. which is usually in, like, Shonen and... Uh, like, well, mainly in Shonen, it's, like, the premise is, like, this is the main character. The main character wants to be the best at this. And, like, the best thing that they want to be at usually is, like, being the number one fighter or mm-hmm. something. Not realizing that it's, like, that's fucking dangerous and people die. Like, mm-hmm. Foss's thing is, like, I want to be cool like the the diamonds and, like, fight the moon people all day. It looks so rad. And then, like, she she watches, like, three people get cut down from her. And then later, like, you just see, and like... two of them nearly die yeah, and get taken and, away. Like, you see, like, Foss's trajectory from just, like, this bubbly anime character to, like, this person who's just sitting alone in, like, the middle of uh, the building that they live in and just she, alone with her thoughts. She No, she refuses to sleep because all she sees is nightmares. Yeah, she essentially, like, suffers from PTSD. Oh, yeah, she definitely suffers yeah. from PTSD. Yeah, which I thought was like, oh, this is cool, and just because it like it, that becomes part of the character again, going into like the whole uh, um, the repair through the gold. It's like you can never be fixed. You have to be aware of like how you are broken, and you have to find beauty in that, or like accept that and move on. Mm-hmm. And that's how like that character gets stronger. And they even kind of highlight. I like how they highlighted some of her insecurities later. Yeah. Of when she's out in winter trying to fix things. And you begin that just a thought that crosses, I think, a lot of people's minds when, especially when something works out to your benefit, despite it being really bad. Yeah. Is just the thought of where she's going, well, I really need better arms, but if I I can break them again and it'll all work out in the end, just like I do with my legs. Is it going, no, that's bad logic. That doesn't work. Yeah. But it crosses your mind. Yeah. Like, I think it, like, every, every time, like, something bad that worked out for the best, it crosses their mind. Whether it's, like, getting away with something you didn't expect you would, avoiding a parking ticket, or even, yeah. like, in this case, like, perhaps getting a really bad accident, but you win, but you get the payout. Yeah. Um, you think that option can happen again, but... It's, it's like, no, like, you, you don't tempt fate twice, you know? No, you yeah. don't, exactly. Um, but then fate sides like you, you're doing it twice. You're fucking doing it <laughs> twice, yeah. Um, there... The character design, um, how do you feel about the character design? I liked it. We have several characters which that break the very general Japanese, or at least all-female cast body build in which they have no, no... There is... The only physical features they have, only kind of fan service they have, perhaps, is Foss always falling on her ass and having it, like, in perfect there's a prime lot position. I, in the manga, there's a lot more boot... Like, do you remember when they go to sleep and they have uh, those uh, robes, essentially? Yeah. Like, their pajamas. Uh-huh. And then you can see, like, that that area right, right when the thigh hits the, the butt in, like, their open shirts. And there's a lot more of that in the manga. And I'm like, damn, manga, you really want to show that sweet uh, thigh butt area. Yep. I mean, I like that area. I'll give that area a nibble. Yep. A little kiss, but it's like... But it, it's a lot not of this. It's yeah. not really... At least having watched the last 11 episodes, it's not prominent. Which yeah, I'm it, glad. 
Especially for a series that. that's supposed to be genderless characters, despite yeah. the uh, the creators have clearly made them all very feminine. Yeah, well, it's like they read a lot more feminine in the show, and mm-hmm. I kind of like uh, I, I I wanted to touch on that because it's like when you read it in a manga. They're like you put the voices and stuff in your head and the inflections and like how they act because mm-hmm. uh, you, you're just watching like it, it's sequential art. You're just watching. It's like, OK, they're doing this and now they're that the when you watch it in the anime, anime has very they have template movements for everything. You know, there's a voice now. So it's like, oh, this voice is very feminine. And like the way they act is very feminine. The way they're animated is that because it's like they're they're leading more to like a very. Uh, uh, an androgynous feminine thing with like the mm-hmm. show and I, I think that that's something that can't be helped because it's like a majority of the voice actors are uh, women they're voice actresses mm-hmm. so it's like uh, when you watch the show you often find yourself thinking it's like uh, you, l- like you you often find yourself thinking it's like oh yeah these are like girl, cute girls doing cute girl things mm-hmm. um, especially the way they're behaving and everything in the girl exactly like, yeah it's more like going you're supposed to be genderless creatures who've only been taught essentially what you're like from and I understand that these things that these gems are supposed to be essentially far down the line remaining evolutions from humans. Yeah. But still it's like it's kind of a culture thing of where there's no reference yet we still get the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, I understand that is rather hard to do, and we dip more into sci-fi when you're talking about that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I think that's why it translates a little bit, like the the genderless Mm -hmm. idea translates a little bit better in the manga, because it's like, you don't have somebody's voice coming out of the characters, you're just reading words. So it, it like, in that medium, that helps it out a lot. Yeah. Um, I think it definitely adds a little bit more heart and soul Mm -hmm. over in the anime, because it's like, um, I find that the voice actress who voices the main character has less of has has changed their tone from very bubbly mm-hmm. to like more of a, a, a grizzled character well, yeah and she like uh, when when like the anarch uh, arc ends yep which winter, I think is when like, winter ends yeah which I think is really interesting and like the question I wanted to ask to you is like mm. do you think removed from all of like the the tropes we know of like uh, like the anime schoolgirl tropes mm-hmm. if you if you had never known any of those before if you um if you just see them as they are and like the show doesn't use any pronouns or anything mm-hmm. and they have um like a weird uh they have voice actors for each one of them that you can't tell at all if they're like women or men do, would that like go off as like genderless for you, or would you like uh, like default to it's like oh okay like these are girls, or would you be like okay this one's clearly more because Bortz is clearly more masculine. masculine. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Cinnabar. Yeah, Cinnabar is also more masculine. I actually find like the most genderless one that I I like the the look into is Rulite which is like a person who is like since you don't have a gender to define who you are you go into your profession exactly so they're just obsessed with taking stuff apart Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. she is definitely it's it's a it's easy to do that for not having to worry it's essentially they have to be one dimensional kind of thing basically it's hard for them to connect with things that especially humans these days connect to male or female yeah it gets a little tougher to do or at least if you have the, especially the look of one that is clear, like the maybe in the manga it's more androgynous, but in the anime it's definitely not androgynous. In the in the anime, I feel like they kind of had a little bit more booty hip to the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, they definitely okay, do. Yeah, 
Especially when they're going to going to hibernate. All oh, those yeah. outfits were all feminine. No. Yeah, it's like, this is interesting. I like how my friend pointed out, like, they, they dollop the room because they're essentially, like, gems inside of a jewelry box. Oh. And I was like, I didn't even fucking think of that. <laughs> God damn it. I just thought it's like, oh, they just want them to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. No, I'm still just curious about the idea of, like, just the idea of calling someone a pervert and all like that. When you are a sexless species, yeah, like that—that that was kind of because uh, that—that's straight up like a Japanese schoolgirl like trope from yeah. anime. Like in the lens of looking through this at an anime, that's like that's Japanese schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. That—that—that's literally you, you took that yeah. line out of that character archetype. Yeah, and then the outfits, like I, I understand, like they're that they're a person who who does the outfit. I think for the most part, like one of the reasons their outfits look the way they do, which are kind... They do in my... They feel more feminine to me. Yeah. Especially thigh highs and crap like that doesn't help I, I feel like they, um, like, go looking away from uh, the, like, the thigh highs and the long gloves, they look androgynous. They kind of look like the outfits that you would get for, like, kindergarten kids that they never... Like, they just... And in the manga, apparently, I don't know if it was, like, a, just a weird translation, because um, in the manga, I think around, like, issue 30, the person who was dedicated to, like, translate it mm-hmm. dropped out, so somebody, like, started picking it up, and they are literally just running the words through Google Translate. So, oh, um, no. if you're reading the manga, just keep keep aware of that, and you're gonna have, like, some rough waters. Oh, but dear. apparently in the manga, it's like, since they all live on that island, mm-hmm. they have very limited resources. Yeah. But since they're gems, they can essentially just wait it out. Like, they they had one tree for a while <laughs> that they just, wait, like, chopped down and would replant to grow, keep growing more trees. So that's why it's a big deal. Like, Foss's first job of being, a, like, doing an encyclopedia is actually a big deal because she's ha- she has all of the paper. Yeah. And, like, one paper, she, like, one gem chews her out for it. It's like, don't fucking throw that paper around. Do you have any idea how long it took me to make that? And then you see freaking Alex Straza or whatever her... What yeah. Was Alexandria, I think it was. Ale- uh, Alexandrite, yeah. Yeah. She has a room filled with papers and notes on the walls. Yeah. Um, uh, like, the character who designs all of their clothes... Um, I think in the uh, like, I, and again, I'm not sure if this is just like a mistranslation or something, but apparently they they only wear booty shorts and super short sleeves because that's all the fabric they have. <laughs> and then for some reason, but but they're able to make like beautiful ceremonial gowns well, <laughs> for when they go to sleep. It's like okay. Well, no, they they ca- they do touch on the anime. It's like, Listen, this is, we don't have much cloth. Why are you doing this? Like, we only do it once a, we only do this once a year. And I can take it apart and put use it for other stuff after. That's true, but it's like, uh, when I think about that, because uh, the diamonds are a little bit more, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, utilitarian. Because mm-hmm. they're the strongest. They have, like, hardness of 9 and 10, and they fight all the time. So it's like, Bortz has, like, the arm length gloves and, like, thigh highs, because if they break, all of their pieces are in there. Like, when we first see Diamond fight, mm-hmm. Di- when Diamond fights, like, her she, arm is, like, all broken up, but it's still held in place because uh, she's she's wearing, like, like the... Long gloves. The arm-length glove. And I was like, 
maybe if you fucking gave those to everybody, you'd yeah. be able to, like, you know, collect their pieces more often. Mm-hmm. Instead of just, you should just be wearing, like, 60s uh, sci-fi, like, silver jumpsuits. Yeah. Like, basically sweatpants. With, but what's the question? Where are they getting the elastic from? I don't know. But they've had thousands of... Their seamstress characters had thousands of years to, like, figure that out. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. They're, they're essentially... Because it's like time they're isn't... They're gem elves. Yeah, time isn't, a, a time isn't a problem for them. In the manga, there's actually going to be, like, a hundred-year time skip. But, where a character literally just, like, falls asleep. And then, like, they wake up, and it's a hundred years later. Oh, God. Yeah. Sensei, wake the fuck up. Yeah, t- essentially, yeah. Just like, hey, hey, wake up. It's like, oh, how long was I asleep this time? It's like, oh, a hundred years. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, like, uh, what do you think of uh, the actual, like, I, I, I also agree with you. The character design is really neat. I, I like how different the gems look to the moon people. Yes. Like, like we said earlier, like, the moon people just look straight up like they've jumped out of... Uh, um, a journey to the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they're uh, straight up like high uh, Asian folklore, celestial beings. And the gyms just look like weird, the anime school kids like it's running with, around. With, with no with no breasts and very mi- mild butts. Yeah. Like I, I, I kind but of... legs like, for days. Like, you know, do you feel like removal of the breasts is also just like kind of... Um, What's mm. the word I'm looking for? It's like removing like the jiggle from an anime was a little jarring for uh, for me at first, but as it like went woman. through, I actually realized how much of a crutch. I mean, I, I I've always known how much of a crutch it is, but in an anime where there isn't just like jiggling titties to take up like seconds and minutes on like per episode, mm-hmm. it's just like okay. Plot, plot, exposition, plot, plot, penitive moment, plot, conclusion. Action, action. Yeah, action, action. But, uh, what, I, usually when a series doesn't put jiggle physics in, or at least they don't bring attention to it, I'm able to take it more seriously. Yeah, I mean, like, that uh, I, fr- I guess that's my question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I prefer it when series don't, well, they can have it, but if, as long as they don't draw attention to it. Yeah. That's that's fine. Like, I mean, let's face it, tits jiggle. Yeah. yeah. If you're running, they're going yeah. up and down. Yeah. Be careful, ladies. Yeah, I've got a friend of mine who, if she, it must hurt. Oh my God, Mark. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, I I I kind of find it refreshing to watch an anime where it's just like quotation marks all female or like a genderless cast, and they're not really sexualized. Mm-hmm. Because or it's even like, looking for that. Yeah. Like, no one's thirsty, it seems. Yeah, because it's like they, don't, they literally don't have a... Con- they don't need it. Mm-hmm. They, they're they just like, we're gems. Like, their their main motivation is essentially just like, I just want to chill out. Like, you know, I, I don't I just want to do my job. I just want to do my job. I just want to make weird booty shorts <laughs> and, like, crop tops and suspenders. <laughs> okay, that brings up another question I have. The fuck are their swords made out of? Uh, oh, ooh, yeah, I actually know. Uh, flint. Oh. Yeah. Flint? Yeah, there's a one gem that makes all of their swords. And yeah, it's, I know. Uh, obsidian. Um, yeah, obsidian. That's why, like, they break. Yeah, I was about to say, it's like, seriously, we have all these gems around, and, like, no... And they're shattering, like, their swords are breaking. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. 
Because I think it's like they uh, all of the actual gems that they have, uh, Rulite uh, stores them mm -hmm. just in case um, you know a gem gets like shattered and they can't find a piece. And when a gem shatters, like all of the gems actually essentially gum out and they like form like a rescue area and they like comb through the area and pick up all the gems. God, God. I mean, on the one hand, it's nice being immortal, but. I think if we had that, like... Yeah, the I mean, that, like, I feel what? like that would be a good price to pay. Yeah, yeah. like, Mike, you get into a car accident, Michael, and we're like, fuck! Shit! Alright, everyone hold the fuck still! <laughs> Look for anything that is brownish... <laughs> brownish crystal something! Uh. Unless, of course, you've been fooling us all along, you've been spray tanning. <laughs> like, like the gems. Yep. <laughs> like the gems who essentially like take a roller, a paint roller, and paint their body white. That's powder, because clearly they can't use paint. Yeah. They, they have paint in the manga. It's like you see, uh, there's uh, one gem that you uh, you meet later. I forget what their name is, but they're like they're all black. Mm -hmm. So it's like later you see them like just they essentially just have a paint roller and they go up and down their body. <laughs> and it's just like I forget. I feel like there's a reason why they do that. <laughs> I, 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 I was joking around that it was shame, but I feel like it's something else. I think that is the close thing because they, they've oh, at least Foss has openly said that that the without the white powder they're ugly, <laughs> which I personally disagree. Yeah. But all right, maybe a little unsettling yeah. because you don't you can't really see the humanish features on them. They're essentially an island of physical Cortanas. <laughs> yes, they really are. <laughs> Except these wear clothes. Yeah. And I mean, it's like they don't need to wear clothes aside from, like, the practical ability of it's like, oh, if they shatter, like, you know, 25% of their body will be inside the clothes. Yeah. Um, and it gives, like, the seamstress gem something to do with <laughs> I feel like that you can write off a lot of it. It's like, it gives them something well, to no, do. Well, they, no, they, they talk about that, though, yeah. dude. When you have beings that are immortal... You gotta give them some purpose to do, yeah, or something they're interested in, or something. Otherwise, they'll just there's no point to living. Yeah, I mean that, that's essentially why Cino, like Cinnabar's like entire yeah. thing, which is like Cinnabar can't hang out with the other gems, and Cinnabar is essentially like Night is her, her prison. Like her entire thing is like, uh, well, she I don't even. Into it. Yeah, it's like, I don't even understand like why I keep wearing clothes and like pretty myself up. I guess I just want to look nice for when like the Moon people finally take me away. We which is something crazy and morbid to say. It's like, well, I better doll myself up in case I get sexually and assaulted and at this point. Until like, death comes. Yeah, that's like, if somebody you know says that, like, reach out to them and be like, are you okay? Oh, God. I remember, I still remember I had a friend of mine. She was like, like, deals like, die, die, die young, leave a pretty corpse. It's just like, it's not going to be pretty for that long. Oh, whoa. An indictment on uh, whoever this friend is. No. Um. But yeah, uh, I I like the character design and I like how they look. What do you What do you feel about the premise? The premise is all right. You're dealing. You've got a setup, a setting where essentially you have a bunch of immortals who are essentially, for the most part, one dimensional characters. That is, um, except except for pretty much the hunt, the patrollers. Yeah. Essentially, this is their job. This is who they are. This is their purpose for society. All hail communism. No. Well, uh, I mean, like, you know, it works. Like, com that's the thing with communism. Communism works in the, the absence of money. 
It also works as long as some as whoever's the top doesn't decide they want more. Yeah, and it's like Sensei just doesn't want more. Sensei just wants to hang out. Sensei he wants, wants to his hang kids out. to be happy yeah. and for him to take a nap. Yeah, Sensei wants to hang out. He wants to take a nap. He wants to give the gems head pats. Yeah. He wants to like go around in this weird house that looks like a conven- an empty convention center. Yeah, it does. <laughs> he, 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 uh, he, he wants to hang out with them one-on-one occasionally. He mm-hmm. wants to maybe pick one up in the air. And then surprise everyone. Yeah. Oh, God. But... I mean, other than that, the series is, it need, well, they've now kind of put, pushed forward for an actual plot, which is Foss wanting to figure out what the connection is between Sensei and the Lunarians. Because yeah, because it's, you, you're unspoken, throughout yeah, the series that uh, Sensei knows have something. some connection with the Lunarians. And it even when finally confront, she confronts Cinnabar about, like, what the hell's going on, and she's just really open told, it's like, you didn't know? Everyone has just kind of figures that figures that he does they just trust him yeah they just trust him it's just an unspoken rule yeah the, in the manga uh they kind of there's a point you'll get into the manga where there's just like a huge exposition dump and mm-hmm. it's essentially a character narrates to you it's like all right here's what's happening this is what sensei is Mm. And this is what the moon people are. Mm. And it's like uh, when you get to that point, uh, which is probably going to be in season two or three, because uh, they're I think it's probably going to happen in season two. Probably. No, it's going to happen in season three because there's going to have to be a lead up to that point, because um, the uh, in the manga, essentially right now where they are, they're going to the moon to bring the fight to them. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Uh, though it, here's the other thing, though, in my opinion, I don't think we. Well, you might know this more than I do. I don't think the things we see that the Lunarians that attack are really Lunarians. Oh, I, I definitely know. Yeah, yeah. you're you're gonna. It's it's gonna maybe maybe really soon uh, in the fi- uh, Actually, I think this is gonna be a good place where they're gonna have a finale where because mm-hmm. uh, right now. Um, Foss wants to see if she can talk to the Lunarians. Mm-hmm. And in the next lo- uh, lunar person attack, mm-hmm. she'll actually like figure something out about them. Mm. So, And I think that's a good place to end the season because then you're going to find out. It's like, oh, shit, what the fuck? Yep. Yeah, and then you're going to be waiting for more. Because it's like, the I feel like the premise of the series is... Uh, I described it to you earlier. It's like a post-apocalyptic slice of life where everything is like, okay. Mm-hmm. But, uh, aside from the fact that every other week moon people come no, down No, once every three days, yeah. they estimate it. Yeah, once every three days, the moon people come down and try to cull you. Yep. Um, but other than that, it's pretty chill. Yep. Um, like, uh, there, there, there's just, um, you know, it, it's a monster a week kind of thing, except you already know what the monster is, and, like, the thing a week is, like, here's this new character, and now we're going to kill them. Yep, or... Here's Lunarians getting a bit more clever. Yeah, um, and then, like, this intrigue with Sensei and the Lunarians mm-hmm. and, um, it is going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. Because uh, I, I essentially already know how it's going to get to at a certain point, mm-hmm. but the plot trajectory in the manga is actually, like, going up. All right. Um, the one thing of broth I will say for this... This show is kind of slow. It's hard. To... Oh yeah, it's it's very um uh, the way I would describe it is it's very ambient. Yeah, 
There yeah. isn't so much like a, oh, what's going to happen next week? Oh, what's going to happen next week? He's going, hmm, that was entertaining. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen next week. Because unless the intrigue that is like Sensei or like Foss growing up really pulls you in, I can see a lot of people not being interested in continuing with the series. Yeah, I think it's a, it's one of these series where it's like, it doesn't give you all of the spectacle at first. Um, there, no, though Diamond was episode two, which they did yeah. show some pretty cool action. Well, well I, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Where it's like the main plot hood isn't established at um, episode one. Yeah. You know, uh, where it's like... Or uh, even episode two or three. <laughs> yeah, like uh, the seven seven deadly sins. Like the plot hook is established in number one where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this is... Melodius uh, is like the strongest like of the seven deadly sins and whatnot. And he destroys like this crater. Like the, nothing like that happens in episode one like yeah. for the first uh, I, I would say two or three episodes it's all essentially world building and getting to know the main character yep. which I in all honesty is like I, I kind of like that uh, term where it's mm-hmm. like it, it, the the show doesn't force itself on you it, mm-hmm. it kind of courts you a little bit it's like hey like here's this main character see if you want to get into this or not mm-hmm. uh, and um, I would actually say it's like that's I've realized I like anime that kind of have a slow build-up like that, which mm-hmm. lets you settle into the world instead of having the world blown up in your face and being like, this is what's happening. I kind of like both, honestly. It's kind of like depends on how well they're done. Like, exactly. I enjoyed ReZero, which is very in-your-face of going, okay, this is happening. It's like, what the fuck? But, but like, see, like in ReZero, the story, the, the, in that medium, that blow-up-in-your-face moment mm-hmm. works because it's essentially the same episode over and over. Over except the main character is aware of it. In yeah. Groundhog Days, yeah. like it, it works in that uh, context. Whereas you know, in fucking Seven Deadly Sins, you can see the manifestations of like the meta of the anime ghosts puppeting everybody around. It's like here's the main character, here's big tits, here's the spunky cute sidekick, here's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, I thought that was the cat. <laughs> Mark fed his cat a shit ton of uh, catnip, and that I wouldn't say a shit ton. I sprinkled it in his food. You sprinkled it on his face too. Yes, I did. Because I want him to eat it and be happy. That's like sneaking <laughs> edibles into your grandma's mashed potatoes. <laughs> My grandma, that's a cat, Michael. That is a fat cat. Is still ODing catnip on his cat? Can you be OD on catnip? No. I don't own a cat. No, like, I, as far as I know, they can't. And plus, I've seen videos of cats getting into, like, a large tub of catnip. I literally took a pinch of it and sprinkled it in his food. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe Snowball has a very low tolerance level. He's a fat cat. He doesn't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I kind of like where the plot trajectory is. Uh, like I said, I very much like an anime that uh, courts you mm-hmm. um, and kind of lets you, lets you kind of figure out, like, the world. Because it's like, aside from explaining how the gems function mm-hmm. there isn't too much of an exposition you're kind of left there to like make connections on your own mm-hmm. and i kind of like that mm-hmm. and i, think I that's... figured the other reason you like it because it went nerdy with gems for you well you know <laughs> I, i'm not too big of a fan of like uh, uh non-biological matter I, I could give less of a shit i think it's interesting that they're using like the actual like hardness scale to like essentially convert that to the power rating of the gems mm-hmm. um but just the the plot 
and the idea and the world they've built is just very interesting to me. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to see what they're doing with it because it feels... The, 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 the feeling I get from it is, a, like, I want to say a spiritual apocalypse. It is, though they did establish five, six meteors hit the planet. Did they? Yeah. Like the second episode, dude. I, I might have forgotten that, yeah. They were basically established um, that, like, essentially six, six meteors different and created six moons around the planet. <laughs> six <laughs> moons. I also like how there's only just um, insects and jellyfish and yeah. only, like, living matter. I was about to mention that, like, you as the series goes on, you don't see fish. Yeah. You don't see regular, like boned creatures for the most yeah, part. Yeah, it's just jellyfish and insects. Jellyfish, insects, and gems, and yeah. later weird slug people. Yeah, the slug people that turn into uh, jellyfish people, the yeah. nudibranchs. Um, uh, I, that was the only jarring thing, because even in the anime, they refer, like, the the prince, the jellyfish prince, uh, the princes like, refer to no, each the other. King. The king referred to each other as, like, him. And brothers, but well, no. they have their they they're only characters with titties. Well, no, no, they said uh, they said brother and sister in the anime. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. Because he even says dearest sister when okay. the, when the black one saved. All right. Yeah. But he has titties too. Yeah, he kind of does, yeah. He, he doesn't have kinda. They're they're the only things like this anime they, only has that point of jiggly. And, like that made me just, like so contrast. It's kind of just like listening to Beethoven and what out of it? nowhere, dragon forces like air bladders or whatever the fuck they're called that fish have. <laughs> what? Air bladders or what was? God, what's it called? Jellyfish don't have that. Well, jellyfish they, are the stupidest fucking animals on this planet. They don't have any way to move. They only function in the water because they're slaves to the ocean current. They don't go anywhere, Mark. They're just like a fucking disembodied stomach that evolution allowed to be a, its own thing. It's a, it's a barely sentient pile of mucus. It's not sentient at all. I barely call it sapient. <laughs> Michael revealing the most his racism. Terrifying toy. things I found. It's like some jellyfish actually have a, a organ very close to an eye, and I'm like, what is it even linked to? Like it doesn't have a synapse. It doesn't have anything that can function as a brain. Like, can, does does it have like a valve or something that it can use to squirt itself into like a direction, like a cephalopod? No, it doesn't. It just it fucking drifts in like the fucking uh, ocean, like a hobo on a Segway that's on autopilot <laughs> with a gun because they hurt. It's, it's a hobo <laughs> covered in barbed wire on a Segway that's just drifting. Jellyfish <laughs> is stupid. Michael, a hatred for jellyfish coming out. Yeah. But wait a second. Some of them do have air bladders. The man o' war does. The man o' war isn't a jellyfish. What? It's a cnidarian. It's actually a col it's a living colony. A jellyfish is like a single thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. To be a fair, man o' war is a bunch Those of jellyfish things. people were sea slug people. Yeah, that's yeah, that that's different. Those are nudibranchs. Yes. Yeah. But yes, they're probably swim bladders. Uh, I I think uh <laughs> Stupid. I hate you. We're, <laughs> we're dealing with the world. <laughs> the coroner Michael steps out of the morgue. <laughs> we, 
We're dealing with this place where rocks talk and call people perverts. <laughs> and fucking people come from the moon and Michael Cannon's been tired with us. Two titties could have just been air bladders. So why does everything conveniently look like a beautiful dress on them? Like this is where it falls apart. This is where the veneer of anime, the ivory mask, shatters for me. And I just tear up my hair like that fucking Greek philosopher and that decides eats from to... its butts, remember? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just turn into that Greek philosopher that just fucking r rips off all of his clothing and lives in a barrel and walks into public markets holding a naked chicken. It's like, behold, man! Behold, anime! I'm just holding, like, a, a, a naked fucking Figma doll. <laughs> Speaking of naked fucking Figma dolls, I think it's time for the most important aspect of this podcast. Our waifu of the week. Oh, uh, okay, guess like Jimmu of the week. <laughs> Jim, yes. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, you, I, I know it. Diamond. A, yeah, diamond. Diamond. Hundred uh, percent. Okay. She's cute, adorable, cares about everyone else, and still has the fine technique to keep up with Bort. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I think Diamond's only thing is like Diamond suffers from uh, inferiority complex to Bort. She has an inferiority. Uh, well, when you're with someone like for thousands of years who's constantly like better than you and telling you what to do and they're right yeah, yeah that kind of thing gets cause I think uh, Bort's, Bort's entire thing is like Bort's seen so many people die mm -hmm. and like Bort is just like well no it's not just that she also or he she wants to be the best yeah she has gotten used to the fact that she is number one I feel and I, yeah. that definitely showed up like the moment like when Foss kind of comes back as a badass after winter yeah like you can see that in her of where she's kind of like yeah but but i also feel like that uh thing of being number one uh kind of stems from it's like bort has seen so many gems die that it's like being number one may have i don't been know like, how old bort is though i think bort's uh just a little no. bit younger no but yellow, yellow diamond, diamond is the oldest yellow diamond is the old yellow diamond seen everybody die yeah but she's like what three thousand something years old yeah uh shit where, where was my Wiki, maybe I could find out. Yeah, because it's like Bort's very um, pragmatic. Because mm -hmm. uh, Bort's entire thing, it's like that's why Bort wears like you know the arm length gloves and the thigh highs, um, and like Bort like essentially chews out diamond because it's like. But I guess Bort because in the manga, like you kind of get the idea like Bort really cares about diamond, but like mm -hmm. the the theme going on with uh, the characters is like they don't understand the emotion of love. Yeah. They do care about each other. It's they, just... they care about each other, but it's like they don't um, understand like caring more for a certain person than like most mm -hmm. people. Like that's the entire thing with Cinnabar and like Foss, where it's like you know if these two had just sat down and like talked to each other, mm -hmm. then like maybe Cinnabar would get her shit together and not be so sad all the time, mm -hmm. and maybe fucking Foss can stop like uh, going off at the shot of a gun and everything to come up with bullshit solutions. That end up hurting her in the end. <laughs> well, no, she's also just literally, as I'm reading, she's also just a battle nut. Yeah. That's all she cares about is, like, that's her interest, that's her point of life, is okay. to battle. That's true. Yeah. Like, even, remember, even, like, when they finally see um, Foss's weird, like, goo abilities, the first thing she wants to do is cut it. Yeah. To see what would happen. Um, let's see. This is very hard for me, actually, because there's a lot of options. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to go with Rudel. Rudel? 
Rudel. The, the doctor? Yeah. Well, I figured you were probably going to choose that one. I, 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 I <laughs> like Rudel's character a lot. I like Rudel's character... Uh, I, I like Rudel's character from, like, the first get-go because it's like Rudel seems to be the most patient with uh, uh, Foss. Not really. Well, Every so time she's called her. Quack, she fucking punches her. Yeah, but I mean, like... Aside from that, because it's like that's something like Foss has uh, uh, Foss has started that confrontation. <laughs> Rudel still like uh, fixes it up because like Rudel cares about all the other gems because mm -hmm. it's like whenever somebody like you know gets shattered, they essentially have to go back to Rudel. Okay, all right. Well, but going back to that board thing real fast, she all we know for sure is that she's younger than Diamond. Okay, Yellow Diamond. No, just Diamond. Oh, okay. Huh, interesting. And Diamond is the same age as Cinnabar. And Cinnabar is supposed to be one of the younger ones as well, isn't she? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also think Cinnabar is uh, the most uh, the most fragile next to Foss. No, she is the most fragile. Yeah. Because Foss is 3.5. Because I looked up Cinnabar is like set, uh, 2 point something. Well, according to the, at least what as far as the, mon as the series goes, she's at a 2. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was actually looking at the uh, unexciting Cinnabar, <laughs> the toxic metal that you can find in droves along the Sacramento River. Wait, oh God, that's for okay. some reason in my like in my life it all keeps going back to the. the I, I wrote a paper about the Sacramento River when I was in college. I'm <laughs> mm -hmm. just um, if you if any of our listeners live around that area, please don't go swimming in the Sacramento River. Like methyl mercury poisoning is a really big problem there, <laughs> and it's essentially because of the minor 49ers. <laughs> and you have fish salmon. Yeah, yeah, they uh, methyl mercury gets into the fish. Yeah, like um. Uh, back in the day, in the gold rush, you see, Mark, uh, one of the easiest ways to get gold out is you would just get a bunch of orange shit, or like, you know, you, you'd pan, you know how you pan for gold and you essentially yeah. sift for it? Yeah. The easier way to do it is to scoop up a bunch of shit from the river, and then you just dump a shit ton of mercury into it, because mercury binds with gold, and that's what's called an amalgam, and oh. then you just take that nugget, and then you toss it around with fire, and the fire melts the mercury off, and you just left a nugget of gold. And people oh. didn't know back in the day that, like, mercury's, mercury's hella toxic. So there's just all of these. That's why all minor 49ers are like, yeah, there's gold up in their mouths, because they're all suffering from fucking mercury poisoning. Yeah, the they used to wear three-piece suits before they came up in that mountain, and now all they can wear is fucking suspenders, because it's like, <laughs> these two arms keep my pants up! <laughs> and same thing happened with... Same thing with freaking hat makers back then as well. Yeah. Mad hatters. Yeah, they they use mercury as a way to uh, for uh, shape the hats. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> ah, humanity. We've come a long way in realizing, holy shit, how the hell did we survive this long? I know, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure when we hit our 60s, if like, the world doesn't go to shit, we're going to be like, I can't believe we were using cell phones. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just going to be more surprised if we live to that did age. Did you know the Wi-Fi gives you Brackledack? It's like, what's Brackledack, Grandpa? It's like, Brackledack is when your balls get all shriveled up and turn into raisins because you've been exposed to internet waves. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's why you're a clone of me, little Michael. <laughs> oh, I'm man. imagining just like... A scaled-down Photoshop version of me, and every year it just uh, it gets scaled up, cor Michael, better Michael, corrected. Let's be fair though, with your amount of health issues, you really think your ass is gonna get cloned? Yeah, it'd be you're great. the best example of this is not how we continue the human race. No, I'm sorry, I, Michael. I, I would love it if like it found out. It's like you know, 
astronaut class, which is like, you know, the apex of humanity is like so hard to clone. But people like me who have like multiple like health problems, they're just like, we can just clone that motherfucker right off the bat. So it's like you can have an infinite amount of clones. They all just have like tissue paper consistency. What are you talking about? <laughs> just logically, it makes more sense to, it's easier to clone the other one. No, no, it's easier to because clone me because everything's like breaking down already. <laughs> like you don't what, have so to. So <laughs> what are we using? Use, what are we doing? Use stem cells to make you? Yeah. We're not using fresh stem cells. We're using it's, the used it's ones. Easier to the other ones we've broken down to make more of you. Yeah, because it's easier. No, 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 Mark. Listen to like We're not gems, Michael. Yeah, we can't cut off Hear me out, Mark. It's easier to go to a dollar store and melt like a bag of army men into a shape than to go to a Toys R Us, to go to Japan Town and buy a fucking Figma figure of what you want and try to reverse engineer. But here's that's the what they're trying to do. But here's with the me. thing, though: a perfect astronaut man is more likely to be a freaking green army man because it's all pure muscle in good condition. No, my God, an astronaut man has kung fu grip. It's got <laughs> articulated fingers, thirty-two points of action, and accessories. What do you mean? Those are weak points. You mean parts that will break, <laughs> like you? <laughs> Sure, you can do more things, but all that means is that you're going to break more often we have to find new finger parts for you because the moment you fall off the table, you shatter into a million p fucking pieces and then you get EpiPen to make sure you breathe. I want to see like 500 clones of me in like the Middle East fighting conflicts and they're just like, I'm not into this at all and they all just like leave. It's like, where are the clones? Oh, they're fucking at like the Sundance Anime Film Festival. No, more likely than that. All you do is spread tilapia oil and drop it in a plane to kill you. It's yeah. cheaper than napalm. Yeah, can you imagine war being fought like that? Where it's just like, you just have tilapia oil flamethrowers. It's like, <laughs> I've eliminated war. I've eliminated collateral damage. <laughs> I, oh, look at that. War fought with Michael is the simplest war because all you have to do is clean up the bodies <laughs> and they're biodegradable. I would make great compost on my bones. Grass will grow. <laughs> Unless your heart gives up more, we need to get devices for all of them. No, that's the best part. He's just like, should we make them strong? The point isn't that they're strong. The point is we can just pump them out like shrinky dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just running the power plants and fucking treadmills, and when I drop dead, they just put another one in there. <laughs> I think you could run a treadmill for that one. That's why you have 60 of them. Yeah, but we're coming down to like the I matrix. Mean, we're coming to the matrix situation. It takes more energy and effort to make more of you than it is the energy we get out of you running on a treadmill. Not if we also like break them down and clone them into So brain. what? There's a wood chipper behind the Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, once I drop dead, you just push me out of the treadmill. <laughs> and then you feed it to the other Michaels. And then you what? have mad Michael disease. <laughs> and it's what we do to the cows and the chickens. And look at the problems they have. They can't walk. It turns into a, we go off of the gold standard and go on the Michael standard. What? There's no gold behind our money, so might as well. Michael money. Uh, 
souls, essentially. <laughs> And then we're gonna have, but here's the thing: we clone you. Then we got fucking environmental and hippie protest groups going. They have, they deserve a chance at life too. Oh, bro! Now we're going into a weird eclipse phase existential thing about the rights of clones. Oh no! Uh, uh, this is not this kind of podcast I was ready for. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but yeah, um, Arugal is my waifu. Mm. Uh, um, of the week. I mean, it's like she'd she'd probably be an a, a shit actual doctor because no, she she essentially just knows how to put things back together. She just glues things yeah. back together. Yeah. Well, and she also knows how to like blend and then recreate and mold because yeah. she figured out those legs. See, a great stonemason. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, like a gem crafter, probably yeah. can make a really great ring. Oh, yeah, it, really? That's <laughs> she can make you rich, dude. Yeah. Look at all the Jewish families that own jewelry stuff. Yeah. What can Diamond do? Break her arm whenever, like, stuff gets bad? How dare you? She actually genuinely cares about everyone else. Getting sad and put the Unlike yours, who just kind of sighs every time She's someone's She's useful busted. in a society where your fucking character trait is what you can do for society. Excuse me, Diamond is still part That's of the Diamond, Diamond rank. She's still, she is still one of the top fighters amongst them. And what is Diamond going to do when she gets shattered? She doesn't get she shattered that brutal. <laughs> she gets shattered in the first thing we introduced her. Yeah, well, because might. that was one of the last villains we fought. <laughs> and the first thing she was doing is because she was trying out some weird new attack. So she can keep up with Bort. A weird new attack which, uh, like, relied which on her Which destroyed her sword her and destroyed her wrists. Yeah. And even then, it wasn't <laughs> broken that much. <laughs> Is that when Sensei yelled really loud and like shattered Foss, or was that when um, those two gems, the, those other two gems fought? Oh no, different time. Completely. Yeah, it's the other two gems. No, 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 you're thinking of the amethysts. That's true. Yeah. No, that was different. That it's literally episode two, Diamond, when she she goes when we actually meet Diamond and her pretty her pretty little self, and she's literally reflecting the arrows back at them. So shiny. Yeah. Yep. So shiny. See, even you understand. <clears throat> Man, those rainbow colored eyes. Can you say no to those rainbow colored eyes? I couldn't say no to fucking. I, I don't even remember her name in fucking uh, Kobayashi Sensei. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Which one do you think I'm talking about? Fucking Luca. Well, you picked the fucking doctor, so for all I know, you picked Kobayashi. <laughs> My fucking uh, waifus of the region is like the shallow, the shallowest uh, fucking the skim of the top, floated on by her like the mass of her titties, and wherever the hell Rudel ranks in in that sea, the one-dimensional doctor. Yeah. Oh, she gets like dimension. Ah, fuck! I can't talk about that because you haven't read it. Nope. Yeah, I mean, like that. That's also a, a basis of uh, why I chose her. All right. Yeah, I think, um, we, I think we, we should wrap it up now. All right, so, uh, yeah, let's go to uh, our, our recommendations, and uh, I have a little bit of a housekeeping to take uh, care of uh, after what? the end of that. So uh, What do you mean, like actually clean up your garbage after the end of the podcast for once? Oh, I'm yeah. going to do that. Yeah, well, I, I have a bad habit of calling the Uber right afterwards because when we're done recording, it's usually like one in the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm going to bring this home, actually, because that's why I started getting the... Uh, yeah, you, ones, yeah, you say that, yet for the last 
last I few spilled, times. I spilled the one last time. Yeah, and then you just keep leaving yeah. the rest of them here. I'm going to bring them with me. Uh-huh. I'll with believe me. it when I see it. I'll, you'll find, well, you won't see it because I'll bring it with me. <laughs> you better. <laughs> That's how Put it right back be. at you. As um, for if we'd recommend this. Yeah, Weeb, not Weeb. Yeah, I guess I would. This is definitely a series that you that you can finally we can finally go look. There's no st- is, there's not nearly as much stupid fan service. Yeah, there we have a bunch of strong strong ish. Some of them are female characters and if you could call them like female, the exact well, genderless, genderless yeah. uh, characters. But they, for the most part, the animation has made them female. Yeah, and essentially, if you can move past the CGI. That they do, I think you'll enjoy yourself. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, for both weeb? Both. For both weeb and non weeb? Yep, non weeb, it's something like, look, <clears throat> I can show them without feeling as embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, I definitely agree. I would recommend it to. I'd, vo- I'd recommend it to weebs because uh, I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, it, it's got like an interesting plot progression that uh, any weeb would enjoy, mm-hmm. and I think it has like really good action scenes and actual like uh, complementary animation that goes along with uh, the the content of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mentioned it to you earlier while I was watching, where I think it's like CG is actually like a strong suit of like this animation mm-hmm. because of just like the way the hair is rendered in the gems and mm-hmm. the way the gem like it almost feels like it makes the gems otherworldly and not not human like mm. yeah because of the CG quality. That's true. Because it's like why. Um, it's kind of a thing I think of with like uh, regular anime where it's like what why would you make this slice of life anime like CGI if it's like like you know it's not a mecha there's no reason to do that other well, that than that weird animal one that they had which weird animal that uh, was a few seasons ago maybe a year or two ago it was, it was an animal one yeah it was all CG and it looked like crap uh, well why didn't you tell me we should review that one it's pretty old <clears throat> We get most listens when we talk about the things that are in the now. <laughs> That's why I recommended this one. Yep. And uh, I, I'd also, I've actually recommended it to a couple of non-weebs uh, at work. Um, and it, I, I think it's just like an interesting enough presence uh, mm-hmm. of like premise and devoid of all of the tropes and like uh, the things that you would need to know in anime to like enjoy something. You don't need to actually know any of that, like mm-hmm. the meta of anime to enjoy like the show. Yeah, it's it's actually like I would almost say like this is a good entry point. Yeah, decent, yeah. and especially you could sell it off of like <clears throat> it's kind of similar in that it's got that kind of Adventure Time kind of storytelling of where it's kind of like oh here's these like ha- this like kind of happier society, and then you begin realizing oh that's right this is post apocalyptic. And... So it's like like season one and two of Adventure Time before Adventure Time starts losing its way. Yeah, yeah. if you say so. Yeah, like and Adventure Time eat... just started like dishing out like genuinely interesting plot hooks and blue balled all of them it's like mm-hmm. well i'm not gonna watch this show if you just keep like fucking dancing around like w- what makes this world interesting or and you could probably easily sell this off of similar to steven universe and just like the gems yeah i mean like i it's... use it to i compare it to steven universe uh, mainly on the premise that like the main characters are like gem people yeah exactly yeah um yeah, so yeah. you know, a, a full a full rating from Weeaboo Wednesday. I give the show the yeah, yeah, like six silver pentagrams. All right. Yeah.
Now put me back in my box and don't you dare put a ball gag on me. All right, uh, as I slide Mark back into uh, his box because it, uh, it's turning into sunrise, a little bit of housekeeping for Post Video Boo Wednesday. Uh, for all of you guys who are listening who are on uh, Patreon, um, even though Patreon totally backpedaled on uh, their fucking decision, which I didn't realize until I read later of how much of a bad idea it was, um, thank you for your continued support. I understand times are tough, so if some of you just did decide to drop out during that uh, time where they, they essentially were going to jack it up for a dollar donor, which is a vast majority of my patrons, I totally understand times are tough and hard enough as it is. And for those of you who are keeping with your pledges, thank you so much. It means so much. Uh, your guys' dollars keep to running the show, and mm -hmm. we'll probably keep running it uh, be beyond the pale and further in the future. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they Patreon did not tell us what they were going to do. So this was... Just like our government. Yeah, well, it wasn't even like a creator thing where it's like they asked the creators, it's like, do you think this would be a good idea? I, like everybody else, I just got an email, like, it's like, we're going to do this uh, starting December 18th. And the way they worded it to us where it's like, you're going to actually get more of a cut of the money. And when you do the math, that's not true. <laughs> just like <clears throat> our government. Yeah, so... Times are tough. Times are tough. And um, uh, the second piece of uh, housekeeping uh, I wanted to mention is, like I said, I am moving over to Seattle. Yeah. So me and Mark are going to uh, try and figure out. Uh, we, I, I definitely want to keep recording this podcast because yeah. I get to hang out with Mark and our producer yeah. Janine and get drunk and talk about anime. But no, you're not going to be able to hang out with us anymore. I'll, I will try and hang out through you through the miracle of testicle shrinking internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, brain, so, brain melting. Yeah, while uh, while we figure out how to do that system, uh, there will probably be a little bit of a hiatus on episodes. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to try our best to put up a best of segment uh, yeah. in January or around the new year. Mm -hmm. Probably look for it around like the first maybe week of January we'll or see. like the second week of January. We can probably both work on this. I just... Like for me personally, I just my my off season has gotten a bit more worky. So yeah, so yeah. Uh, uh, in in summary, like thank you for your continued support and listening to us. Show us to your friends. Please. Fucking five stars on iTunes, please. We... Five strong stars. You know what five is? One, two, three, not four. Five, give us five stars and, and write uh, write a review. It it doesn't even have to be something nice. It's like Michael, you sound like a fucking shrew being strangled in a blender. Five stars, great. That's all iTunes needs, needs to and know. And just like douche hack McNo talents out there, like, comment, and subscribe, please. Yeah, follow us on our Twitter, Weaboo Wednesday. Uh, if you have a suggestion, uh, uh, email it to us there. Mm -hmm. And uh, support me on Patreon. Follow me on my feeds, Marcus Slager. Uh, I'm. I'm almost on everything at this point. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, don't worry about me for now. Yeah, Mark will uh, consistently <laughs> remain in the shadows, uh, like, pulling off. Dude, uh, I'm just sitting here buying gold, wait, or buying bitcoins and hiding in the back, waiting for the end I'm, of the world. I'm going to buy my bitcoin really soon. <laughs> if you can afford it, man. Oh, uh, man, yeah. 17000 now. I, I thought you just paid uh, like three hundred. Oh yeah, you can. I, you said a bitcoin. I oh I yeah. Whole bitcoin. Well, I'm gonna start investing in my yeah. piece of bitcoin. That's the wave of the future. For now, at least. Good night, everyone. Goodbye. The world's a lie. Buy gold. We 
are the crystal gems. <laughs>